Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. Welcome to episode 36 of the Matter of Faction podcast. My name is Brownie, this hunk beside me is Pricey, and we're here to talk all things heavy music over the past week, all thanks to the Handshake Media Network. G'day, nice to see you once again. I know, right? We only do I this once a little week. drop-ins. It's good, isn't it? I'm it like, is. you know, that, that bad smell that lingers for a little bit before going off into the world again to remind you what you're missing out on <laughs> or what you're missing. I miss your musk. Aww. Hey, massive week for music news. We'll talk about all of that and what's happened in a short second. But uh, Ebony's story in the newsroom, take it away. What's been making headlines with the heavy news? Thanks, guys. And yeah, let's kick things off with some huge tour news. Black Veil Brides are coming to Australia in June. They last toured here about six years ago, and in November they announced a new signing with Sumerian Records and dropped two new songs, The Vengeance and Saints of the Blood Equal the Night. Look, it's going to be good. And in new music we have a banger from Dance Gavin Dance called Prisoner, and with it comes an album announcement. Afterburner will be released on April 24, and I'm so excited about that. We also have a new one from Knuckle Puck called Tune You Out. This is our first taste of new music from these guys since their 2017 album Shapeshifter. Hey, do you need a new pop-punk anthem? Get into this one. An all-time lower back. They dropped Sleeping In just before the weekend, and I think it's fair to say that we're excited for their album Wake Up Sunshine coming out on April 3rd. And you know who else is back? Biffy Clyro. This is just too good. You should check out their new track, Instant History, and start putting out some good vibes into the universe that we get an album announcement soon. Oh, hey, and if you haven't seen yet, Unify TV have been dropping band interviews done by these two legends, Pricey and Brownie. The latest one features Tonight Alive and The Brave. Check them out and stay heavy. Thank you, Ebony, as always. And uh, Brownie, what, what's been going on, mate? What's... To be honest with you, like this this week, this year, this yeah. this past year of self discovery, when it turns to moving away from just focusing primarily on metalcore, I'm discovering a whole lot of other bands out there. Mm-hmm, I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have given an opportunity to listen to in the past. Like I don't know if I've mentioned this in a previous podcast, but I only became a, tro- a Trophy Eyes fan last year, okay, and that took a while to get into. And mm-hmm. I just think the American Dream was a great album, but yeah. like I'm now finding myself listening to a lot of bands in that kind of alternative rock kind of scene that kind of thing and uh slowly slowly you're a band who i love absolutely love and they've got the new the new album coming out on friday race car blues and yeah i really want to see this band do well and having a sneak peek of listening to this album this is the one that's going to bring in the fans whoa saint leonard's i didn't i wasn't i've admitted this i even mentioned it to ben in an interview like it wasn't an album that caught my attention yeah because you know obviously um you have to be in the mood to listen to upbeat kind Kind of music, despite You've the fact, this yeah, in the past. Yeah, yeah, despite the fact that you know his You've lyrical really content be is in the mood for it. Exactly, yeah. yeah, and it might sound fun and upbeat, but like the stuff that Ben Stewart writes about and his heartbreak over the years, it's just mental. So when you mental's not a great word. Men, to use, well, when yeah, it's, it's it's he's it's been a through lot. a lot. He's been through a lot, and yeah. so when you hear this collection of songs, like it really proves that they're trying to dabble in a whole bunch of different genres. There's alternative cool. rock, there's pop punk in there, and like as a live band, they're, they're one of those bands you have to see live to go right i get it now because i feel like their songs resonate more in a live setting as opposed to chucking it on a record or listening to it on spotify or something like that well there's a couple of ways you could look at that statement that it's a fairly uh the way you've just said that there's a fairly big and like 
indictment of of their producer. Oh well, well, <laughs> it's like, you well, know, you're great live. Your producer sucks. Look, I'm not I'm not going to beat around the bush when it comes to this. Sometimes some producers and mixers don't turn out don't the you. vision yeah. for what the band want. Yeah, I guess yeah. you could That's say. True. But then when you see them on stage and it sounds so epic, Much like stadium or, yeah. rock as opposed to just a normal rock song, and that's what I feel slowly, slowly do best. Like they have okay. an amazing sound behind them. That it's, chorus in Race Car Blues is off. I've head, I've yeah. been addicted to that song yeah. since it came out, and as it turns out, it's not a breakup song. Like you, oh. this is the interpretations that I love about music. People yeah. can listen to songs and but turn that's it. the thing, Brownie. Once it's released. It's out there in the hands of of the public. Yeah, exactly. They will, yeah, they will graft their own experience onto that, and it's no longer property just, of the band yeah, and, and what they've been through. It, yeah, it's it becomes owned you. By the yeah, collective and and people graft their own interpretation onto it, their own experience. They hear what. They want to hear to get them through whatever yeah, whatever yeah. they're going through at that point yeah, in time. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like this is an album that you're going to listen to and go, you know, you might be having a, a great day and you listen to a song like Creature of Habit Part 1 or Part 2 and you're like, yeah, I can really get into this. This is great. And then you listen to a song like Race Car Blues and you're like, oh, I'm having a downer of a day and this is helping me get through the afternoon, yeah. that kind of thing. So yeah. I feel like they're dabbling in a lot of different styles and mm-hmm. for those who have kind of been on the fence with Slowly Slowly, get this Jump album on. in your ear holes and I guarantee you're going to go right the this band has great potential they're the next big thing to watch i can hands down say that nice that's really cool so at the start of this week as well we uh we 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 always come back to perth there's always so much good stuff coming out of perth especially in the past year and and heading into this year yeah yeah and so savior uh announced their aluna rose album tour and obviously aluna rose uh dropped or is dropping, sorry, this Friday on yep. the 28th. And uh, it's a big one from, from the band. And they also dropped their single, Violet. Yeah. Uh, as well. Like that we've already seen Enemies from the from because they've they've released four single and this is the fifth one from the album so essentially like over the past year you've heard the the album in its entirety or pretty much almost give or take and just the progression of this band and where they've come from like i first discovered them shout out to to ricey one of my writers uh the unify intern he Mm. got me into the band and said you know these guys are going to be big keeping on them and i saw them at unify and thought yeah you know they've got the potential there but this album is is get great They've, Mm. they've really knuckled down on their sound and, and what they want to do moving forward and I don't want to put them in the category of like like just another metalcore band because they're not they've no. just had that different kind of sound behind them it's like like bring me the horizon from the sempaternal era yeah. around that yeah. kind of phase there yeah. Ophelia from the collision course office uh, often describes Shante uh, Snow's voice as being somewhat like Adele's and yeah like, that's a really crazy realisation to have where you're like You've got a voice like Adele singing within this really heavy. Yeah, it's band. good. Yeah, and it's it, like that's a really cool juxtaposition of having, you know, something so fragile and beautiful next to something so brutal. You know, and it, it makes it stand out from the rest yeah, of the pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah because you can have a band with a, a you know, let's just talk about. Uh, genders for a second Shantae is a female you can have a band with a female screamer in there and it's like That's okay well you know again. exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah so it adds that whole new level of like a listening experience and you Definitely. can find people who listen to bands like this who like resonate more with the melodic singing the clean yeah. singing and then you've got the people who just love a breakdown they love a bellowing scream they mm. want to scream at the top of their lungs too so yeah 
So they, they announced the, uh, the Aluna Rose Australian tour and they're taking uh, Diamond Construct and Blacklist and Bloom out with them. And they're, they're doing WA, they're doing all the states bar NT and uh, Darwin. I'm, I'm, uh, NT and uh, Tasmania. So yeah, sorry, sorry. The, on the touring sorry, circuit. Yeah, look, you know, yeah. look, it's it's a normal Australian tour. Yeah. At some point, we'll get the authentic Australian tour with every capital city that's ever listed. Well, I mean, listed. they're doing a bunch of them, man. Like, you know, you got your Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne, Newcastle, Brisbane, Sydney, Canberra. But also going down to Bunbury pretty, as well. And, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Bunbury is, you know, a few hours outside of Perth. And it's a yeah. bit of a mission to get there. But, you know, when you're a local band from Perth, that's just a short trip down the yeah, road, essentially. Right. For us, it's like, let's go for a drive up to, to Noosa or the sunny coast or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or when you're in your Melbourne, you, you, you go to Tarwin Lower. Or when you're in Sydney, you go west of Bathurst and go around oh Mount God. Panorama. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm liking Saviour, and they, they are going to be a band to watch this year. Yep. Do they have the potential to, to launch? Absolutely with this album, definitely. Yep. So if you like the screaming stuff, if you like the melodic side of it, definitely get onto a Lunar Rose. You'll, you'll be pleasantly surprised. 100%. Now, Deathbeds, you got me into these guys. Yeah. I lo- I, that spark is yep. lighting up for them, and yep. I see... Out of Canberra. Yeah. Out of the capital city. I see a lot of, like... Like early wither, for example, yeah, okay. yeah you know yeah, what I mean. So chunky, yeah, so they've they've done something, and it's like, oh, okay, they, they, there's a fire there waiting to explode and, and break and out. Chunky. Yeah. The other cool thing about Deathbeds is they, all of the keyboards and that sort of stuff throughout the record is done by uh, an artist called Mystique. Have you not not the rapper Mystique? No, no, no not Mystical. Mystique. You're thinking about Mystical uh, th- or something like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Good. Yeah, uh, Mystique is she. She's an internet personality. Uh, I've only just found out about her as well. Uh, she does keys and she does like, um, like, basically like the 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 blurb around it was like that she makes metal pretty. Yeah, and I got it, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Like, she's done all the keys on this record, and she's done the keys on a lot of different uh, metal records and all that sort of stuff. And it's such a cool element that they've that she's brought to. Yeah, the, like it. It, it just adds the, like, it's the nice little, like, sprinkling of herbs and spices on the top of a really great meal, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Like it, the additional extra, the, yeah. The, the extra zing of flavor. The tang and zest yeah, yeah, that totally. was needed, yeah. Totally. And so, it's, yeah. New song's called Enough Is Enough. Uh, enough Isn't Enough, sorry. And it's the, uh, their album that they're releasing, uh, it'll be out on March 13th. It's a concept record. So there's eight tracks on there, seven tracks of which are relate to the seven deadly sins. Oh, and yeah, okay. So enough isn't enough is representative of the gluttony. Yeah, sin. all right, sweet. And then the last record, uh, the last song on the record uh, represents heresy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love that this concept record. Like, so basically, the idea is, is it's like it's about a priest who's beginning to lose his faith. Yep. And but and he's got like basically each song is him uh there's a victim unfortunately like yep. uh, so there's a bit of a trigger warning I'm sorry about that but like essentially it's going through all of those like, like he, he's going through and experiencing each of the seven deadly sins. Yep. And he, then he renounces his faith. Comes to the realization and he becomes yeah. a heretic. Spoiler alert. Yeah. 
So it's it's a really well thought out concept. It's a really yeah great record, and and I love that they've executed it in this way. It's it's very very good. Which you know, much like Wither, I, I loved Rotten Eye. I thought it was a fantastic yeah. story. So like concept albums are one of these things which I don't want to say they can make or break a band because you know it's an idea. It's just part of that era mm. of when they first started and what they were going through and that story they wanted to tell. Whether or not they continue it on the next story is is you know completely up to the band. And we've spoken to Wither and, and David in the past and they're not going to do that whole concept album after concept album kind of thing. This, that was just the one kind of thing. Mm. So I think if a band can nail a great album, you know, the, one of the greatest uh, concept albums of our generation, My Chemical Romance, is Welcome Black to the Black Parade. Like when you do it so well like that, that it becomes a staple in people's lives and they go back to that. It's What's just... The, I, mean, I, I guess we can just quickly divert the conversation here. I mean... What, what, you know, after doing such a concept record like that, when you go back to just doing a like, we just a normal to, busting we just out songs, to yeah, smash out eight, nine, ten songs, is that ever going to stack up the next, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, look, look, it's, is, it's, that, is that ever going to grab people the way that you're like, you know, that people connected so heavily with a record like that. Well, look, I, I would Are much... Are ever going to back it up, is what I'm saying. Band, you know? Bands have the ability to do that if they've got fantastic songwriting mm. and production behind them, that kind of situation. But, you know, in saying that, I find concept albums more appealing than an EP. Yeah. You know, EP is just a collection of songs a band might be working on at the point at that point in time, whatever. Some concept albums can be EPs As in too. Like, these might be the five songs we have. Yeah. Like this is what we've save. got. Yeah. We did we didn't know where they were gonna it's essentially like a B side, really, if yeah, you want to like, think about EPs like that. Yeah. So, you know, if they've got amazing songs to back it up with afterwards, then yeah, like they have the potential to outshine and move away from that. But people just need to realise that bands aren't just specific specifically going to do concept albums yeah. after concept albums unless that's what a band specializes in really i watched a, an interesting video this morning um it was a guy um called finn mckenty and he runs a youtube channel called the punk rock mba have you ever heard of him heard the name not the face yeah, yeah. so well you generally don't hear faces but anyway <laughs> <laughs> um essentially he was talking about like the the video was about uh poppy and baby metal and it was like why they appeal to metal fans and or heavy music fans and he talked about how essentially it's and he said this is definitely not what people are going to want to hear yeah but he said probably even more so than pop music image and gimmicks are so much more important than than people claim because there's look there's the 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 attraction like if you see something that's different and out there like you want to delve into that world which is you know why for example someone like skinned who's playing download festival has that appeal because it's such a scary looking persona and on stage antics and the makeup and all that nine kills yeah yeah yeah. about how like they released a whole bunch of records because what have they got, like eight records or it's, something? It's getting up there, yeah. yeah. I can't remember off the top Before of my head yet. Before, eventually, they settled on the horror movie. Yeah, yeah, and he, yeah. And yeah. he called it gimmick, but he defined gimmick, and he talked about how it seems to come with negative connotations. But when you actually look at the definition of what a gimmick is, it's actually very neutral. It's just, it's just literally like a device used to attract attention or publicity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they talked about how, like, he separated the bands into like four different categories about like 
that like this band has exceptional music and leans heavily on a gimmick this band has exceptional music doesn't lean so heavily like and basically broke it down into like if this band were to drop their gimmick for the next record would their career tank well, it's, like stuff like that it's like for example motionless and white you know they've mm. got the 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 horror kind of yeah. like get up and make up and all that if they were to come out completely like kiss did unmasked right if yeah. they were to come out on stage and do that would they have the same attraction would they have they the same appeal barely, i will say this though i mean you look back in the day when kiss took the makeup off they barely hung on. Yeah, it and dropped. They, yeah, it dropped significantly. The attention, the attention moved away. It's like once people start realizing who's in Slipknot. Yeah, you yeah. know, in the early years, everyone was like, "Who is it? I want to know." And and you get involved with the band mm. so much because so you want to find that out. Slipknot were one of the ones he brought up as well. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, even newer bands like Sleep Token and um, Ghost and Yeah, Gua and like. It's that and whole feeling of not knowing st- yeah. and you want to know more and you delve into that world a bit more and do your research and then that's how you get yourself But the more bands he listed off and started talking about, the more you really... Like, and I mean, if you, I was pretty... I, mean, you know, I work in PR and marketing. Like yeah, it, yeah. You come you across know, band after okay. band after band, yeah. And, and no, my point is, is that like part of my job is making sure people know about gimmicks. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that sort of stuff. And, and or you know, if there's a band that's using a gimmick of some kind that it's communicated correctly and that sort of thing, you know, not mis- not misrepresented and all of that kind of thing. Yeah. But I don't think people and essentially he's talking about how like in metal world, you know, it, it, it's or in heavy world, you know, it's very, people are very quick to be like sold out or, you know, gimmick band or industry plant, you know, like, yeah, I know and, what you mean. Yeah. And, yeah. There's like, there's people who are saying that and then there's what people actually vote with their money with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you, you know, if you look at all, of, uh, like a ton, of, like the more bands he listed off, the more you're like, well, these are all the biggest bands in metal. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, you know, and it seems to work for them because of that. Baby yeah. Metal and Kiss and Slipknot and, you know, and just like rattling them off and, he's, and Guar and, you know, and then like, but he also actively like, uh, still Panther. You know, like yeah, oh, that's a pure example of a gimmick. Yeah, example. exactly. But it's a gimmick that works for them and their target that's audience. Right. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't put Steel Panther on a show uh, with a target audience who wouldn't be into that. Like mm. we've said this before, when you go to a Steel Panther show, you know what you're going to get. It's yeah. going to be crude, sex, yeah. drugs, rock and roll taken to the, mm. the extreme level. But it's that, it's that whole getting you out of that realm of what's normal or what's acceptable yeah. if that makes sense yeah. and it becomes part of a show yeah. so essentially you're going to go watch well, a cabaret see, with metal in, yeah that's right he put them in like uh smart marketers there was a there was one that was like leans heavily on the gimmick not so good music so he called those bands entertainers yeah yeah gotcha yep yep yeah and yep. then there was uh, smart marketers which were leans heavily on a gimmick but makes good music yeah yeah they can and, back it up yeah and that was he put Steel Panther up there alongside like Ghost well look stuff like that you know ha- having a gimmick and working with it obviously takes a lot of planning and preparation right and you mm. look at a band like yeah. Drake and you've got to you got to execute it exactly yeah. and it has to have that, uh, that appeal so yeah. you look at a band like Drake who's just upcoming right mm. now and they have this incredible on stage persona the masks the costumes everything like that but they mm. also have a great sound behind them yeah. so it works for them when you go to a show you're like oh look at these idiots on stage look at you know what they're all wearing like but then you makeup, the yeah. sound hits you and you're like I get it now. Like mm. it, it kind of like 
cancelled each other out. Like the the fact that they're dressed up like differently and it's really outrageous and out the top over the top. But they've got a backing sound that goes, okay, well that's you know decent enough to get me interested and want to find mm. out more. You know, why are they wearing these costumes? Where did this idea I come put it from? To you, there's a lot more thought in that than than anyone. Actually I reckon so. That. There's there, it's just like to me and like this is entirely my interpretation. Uh, is like a lot of what they wear is a statement on class and the class warfare. Yeah, okay, and, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you you go back to their first couple of tracks that they put out and a lot of it was to do with, there was like a, a, I think the person was homeless and, like, there was a lot of, you know, the imagery in the clip that was around, like, treatment of, you know, people in, you know, or classism, you know? Yeah, yeah, gotcha, so, yeah. Like, if you don't look normal, then yeah, then you're, or, you're an outcast or whatever it yeah, is, that kind of thing. But and they they're also, on like, that. the stuff they wear is, like, very, like... Um, laddish and that sort of stuff, which is always yeah. like a, in the UK at least, is like used as an, a designator of like, you know, people who live in um, you derelict know, the, areas and whatnot. Yeah, like yeah. the big high rises that, that, that are the public housing and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. You know? I got like, you. Yep, yep, so there's yeah. that, to me, I think there's a statement of, of like kind of normalizing class warfare. Yeah, or like, okay. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Yeah. But that's entirely my interpretation. Yeah, okay. All right, I see where you're coming from there. Yeah, and so it all comes down to, you know, once again, we spoke about it just bre- before, you know, mm. people's interpretations of that's songs right. or whatever. You see a band, it's how you interpret it. And, and, you know, if it's for you, great. If it's not for you, then go you're back to the You're never going to get it Yeah, anyway, exactly. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So gimmicks can work if they're executed well. I totally. think that's a good wrap up. And, totally. You know, if, we, if, we made a little diversion there. We but did, but we covered something that was relative to I like that. the subject matter. Yeah. Now, um... I wouldn't call a Monomath a gimmick band, right? No, I think they are by by a definition. Viking metal, you, you that's their thing. Up, yeah, like their gimmick is that they are Vikings the and they vi- make Viking. And it, okay, music. it's like it's like Sabaton who writes songs all about war. It's that's right. like uh, the band's escaping my head at the moment right now. What we're What's saying? their gimmick? Um, Let me see if I can name it. Uh, I'm just trying to think what it was. I lost my train of thought. But like we're talking about the modern math, and we're talking about the fact that like Aelstorm yep. and um, pirate metal. Yeah, Lager there you Stein. go. Lagerstein. Yep, yep, there you go. You know, it, the, yep. it, you just really heighten the idea and yeah. take it to the next level, and then you've got people. I like pirates. I like beer. I I'm like going to like that band, that's and that's right. how it, oh, it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. and so a modern math releasing okay. an eight bit. Scrolling game and 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 look, you know, like good on them. I, I never, I Love never. That. This is the second one that they've released, and I've never, I never imagined it's called the Berserkers, the, right? b- uh, Berserker game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's like Alex the Kid, but with blood. So <laughs> yeah. if you grew up playing these video games, which I guess oh, a lot did of you ever play like Golden Axe. No, oh man, no. I missed out. All right, yeah, you know, that's in- basically you can play like as a sort of barbarian, a warrior woman, or like a dwarf with a big axe. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And you can. It yeah, was fairly similar, like the style, right? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And see, look, you know, delving into that, like doing an eight-bit game throws back to, you know, I'm not going to stereotype here, but like a lot of the people that would listen to a Monomath will be probably the older old. generation, that like yourself, Pricey, yeah. in your forties, and hey, hey, the, hey, the, you're, you're getting there. there. You're getting there. But the games that you grew up with were yeah, the eight-bit totally. games, so it's a throwback and nostalgia totally, of like man. something new that Hence you're into. I remember Golden yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I think Double it's... Double Dragon. I, I remember playing that. Yeah, 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 see, there you go. So going back to those games. So I think, you know, a Monomath doing this is a way to pay homage to their older demo- 
demographic of fans mm. by throwing back We're to the childhood. Still probably playing games as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, like you, you, you wouldn't like you know. Let's go to Download Festival for example. If you pulled everyone aside and said, "Do you play video games?" I reckon one out of eight or one out of ten oh. won't play, and yeah, then oh, okay. the rest won't of them would play. play. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So well, going back to that video I watched this morning, I'm sorry I keep coming back to it, but the. He was saying as well, and if you like, he was saying about how image is so important within you know metal marketing and all that sort of stuff, and getting people to become fans. He was talking about how look at the other things that generally metal fans are into, and it's comic books, it's video games, it's pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah, all yep, of those yep, things yep. rely really heavily on flashy image, on you know. On eye-catching, eye-catching, engaging. Gimmicks. Yeah, you know, like yeah. pro wrestling is the p- most pure example of that. Every wrestler has like that one thing about them. You know, you, you go look back. The Stone like, Cold Stunner, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's Yo- you know, Yokozuna. He was the sumo, you know, wrestler. You know, there was, um, what's the mariachi? Like the, the guy wearing the... Rey Mysterio? Rey Mysterio. Yeah, you know, like, yep, yep, he yep. Was the, he was the luchador, you know... Mexican the wrestler one, wrestler, where his you know, heritage comes from. Yeah, yeah all that stuff. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. all have a gimmick, you know? Yeah. They all have an intro song. Like, it all, re- like, the same things appeal across all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, you're not going to find, well, you know, there might be someone out there who loves pop music and loves metal and, and who goes to I wrestling think, for the theatrics. Honestly, the point I think he was making was that it was like, guys, you might want to just stop criticizing pop music so heavily because to be honest you the the reasons why you like some of these metal bands are, are the exact, are the same, exact reasons. same reasons that other people like pop yeah. music and not only that they go further with the imaging right, yeah you know okay. I mean? like, yeah i got actually, you yeah 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 so it was sort of a bit of a like wake up i think we should keep moving. <laughs> well, okay. Well, no, go check out that video because that explains yeah. a lot. And it's got me thinking a lot more totally. about a lot of pop acts who I've, you know, covered in the past. And, yeah. and now it all makes sense of why yeah. they do certain things to bring people in. Uh, but talking, I don't want to call this band a gimmick. Power Man 5000, they're not a gimmicky band. But oh, like, you again, know. I think you've rattled off that they're, because their album is literally a gimmick. It's It's like... They're sci-fi new metal band. Metal band, yeah. yeah. And, you know, a lot of people who, like myself, grew up playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater okay. would have come across this band for the first time. Like, I saw yep. the press release come out for this. I was like, who's this band? Why do I care that they're coming to Australia for the very first time? And I played this song and I'm like, oh, I remember that. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, this level here. And it, like, went immediately flashback. And it was like, okay. Like, so this is a way for the people to, you know, throw back to mm. that early years. And, you know, if you like industrial music, metal or yeah. you know sci-fi metal then this is going to be something that you would want to go and check out in now, person y- live. you're aware that the singer in the band is rob zombie's little brother right i'm aware of that now okay, cool yes All right. so i found power man 5000 before tony hawks i didn't even know that they were the on song there was yeah on tony hawks. yeah yeah i the way i found power man 5000 was i was in a very formative time in my life i was 16 17 i was living in rockhampton and like all of my friends, we were all discovering metal. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and it was pure, it was like new metal was just coming in. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everyone yeah. was in the Limp Bizkit. Everyone was wearing cargo shorts. Uh, and it was, it was almost like a competition amongst all of our friends was like to find the best new heavy band and, and yeah, be the first I one remember, to find them. Yeah. You know? I remember like, like something like that. Yeah. Just, like, 
anyway, there, there was like within my group of people, we were all musos. We were all like everyone in my crew. We were all had our own bands and we all had our inter band rivalries and all that sort of stuff. And everyone was into, and it's and honestly, I still think this is why I love running the faction and discovering new music every like because I st- I don't want to let go of this like. Finding new bands, the whole idea, and telling people about and it, yeah, people about because it, right? because it, it, it happens. I honestly, like, reckon yeah. it stems back to that. I mean, there's 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 thousands of people out there. You know, you go to a show and you, you meet a random. You talk about a band who you're and there. They tell you seeing, about a band, and there you go. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's just changed over the years from you know way back in the day of mixtapes on cassette yeah. tapes and yeah. all that to getting a mate's MP3 player and yeah. getting them to take it home and load a whole bunch of songs we, on. We would have our discmans at school yeah and swap cds CDs. yeah exactly yeah and uh i went shopping one thursday night as you do in rockhampton shout out to everyone there's nothing else to do out there in rockhampton i know i've been there and uh i went into sanity uh when sanity was still open in rockhampton actually no i lie it's still open there um, yeah, I went there a couple of weeks back. It's yeah. still there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> so, and I was, I was like flipping through the CDs because there was still a lot of them there. And I came across the cover to Power Man 5000, Tonight the Stars Revolt, and like went through the liner notes and saw that Rob Zombie, it was, it was Rob Zombie's little brother. Yeah. I, I had just found Hellbilly Deluxe at that yep, time. Yep, 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 yep. So I was like, all right, I've got to be first on this amongst my friends. Yep, yep, I bought yep. it. And I took it and I just, I, you know, you see those memes where it's like the dude with the, the trombone over someone's face. And it, telling everyone about it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Me, you were man. that? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, me. yeah. I was yeah. like, man, you got to hear this song when worlds collide. It's off its head. And look, look, if you're one of these people, never have shame in that, no, right? If you come no, across a band that you feel so the much. world needs to know about, let the world know about oh, it. I Tell everyone. It so if you're that one person that rocks out at that band show, yeah. like people will go, obviously this person sees something in this something band. Them, yeah. So I... I would need to go and check it out. Spruik yeah. the world, get the world, the word out there about these bands because the world needs to hear and all look, the music that's out there. And look, as much as it, and it is the very first time they've been to Australia, so yeah. I mean, I'm I'm losing my shit over this. You got like, a couple of decades of like you know that's, teenage it's, angst it's waiting to come out. It's literally 21 years since the release of the record, and. Uh, Look, I'll be real, the press shot of them, it, like the years haven't been kind, I don't think. Like, no, I, as, as it happens, you know, Billy Idol just, yeah. just toured recently and whew, he's, he's not, not the spring good. chicken he was back in the day, was he? But I don't care. I yeah, really don't yeah. care. They're still wearing the same like jumpsuits and goggles and, and so all that are you, I'm like, I'm are all you in, gonna man. get the are you gonna get the boys and girls together and you're gonna yeah. dress up like you were at high school? I, well, there's man, a thought. There's a picture I, there's a picture of me at Big Day Out two thousand one and I'm wearing like goggles. Like the blue goggles on my head, like a, like old mate from Power Man Five Thousand. Yeah, radio, cool story. Needs <laughs> I don't more. Even know why I bought them. Needs more dragons, mate. Well done, you're that guy. But hey, shout out to anyone who wears a festival costume. You are the real Heroes, MVPs. Yeah. yeah, like you make our days fun. If yeah. you can wear a festival costume, then well done just, to you. Just no Indian headdresses. Yeah, nothing like that. No cultural, cultural appropriation. appropriation. Yeah, those days are long gone. Uh, talking about music festivals, what's your get up for download festival while we're talking costumes? Look, I reckon just gonna wear a faction shirt and a pair of black jeans and get around sweating, chafing it. all day. Yeah. That's that's 
That's the general outfit to you for me. Yeah, and yeah. everyone out and and everyone like the last download festival last year I went to I saw like the full gothic get up so like the yeah. the massive oh, dog the martens the chains yeah. The, yeah big like, platform docks yeah I need to know how these people get around and they don't sweat like is there a secret compartment with an air conditioner in there because like I I I would love to do that I would love to wear jeans to a summer music festival but do you know I, what I can't reckon, Do you know what I reckon their answer to that is do you do you remember in the Avengers uh, Cap says to Hulk, you know, like, what's your secret? And he's like, my secret is I'm always angry. Yeah, so they're always it, hot. I'm yeah. just always hot. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. What, like, how do you get around in that? My secret is I'm always sweating. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay, all right. There's like a towel down there, but yeah. well done. Hey, Download Festival is coming up. It's the last big summer heavy music festival for us uh, to wrap up the year. And all- like... Yeah, to wrap up this to wrap up end this festival year, season, yeah, 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 because we could get into Splendor in the Grass, but they're not doing anything for rock or heavy metal, so let's not talk about that. But like, it's it's gonna be like a great way to wrap it all mm. up. I'm I'm really looking forward to the fact that you know it's I'm approaching just, now. I'm hanging for Deftones, man. Yeah. Ah. Oh. I just love it so much. Well, you know, and they're doing the sideshows as well. They've got new music on the way too. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to have that. Oh, God, I've been hanging for that. I remember I, I posted think everyone. This, I posted at the start of 2019, like on the faction socials, like, here's hoping for new Deftones this year. Yeah. It's, it's, it's they almost They hinting here. at it in 2018. Yeah, because they've so, been doing their shows. They've been doing their yeah. festivals. They haven't really done too much. And this is, I don't want to say, you know, it's their first return trip to Australia since that last tour they did with Carnival. Yes. it was yeah yes. that one so like you know some new material a few years has been in between we guarantee we're going to see some new stuff there i'm like as much as i'm, I'm really keen for my chemical romance mm-hmm. i really want to see skinned and yeah. we've 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 fallen in love with skinned over the past year pricey yeah. and um just i i love she just played with baby metal actually with, and yeah. she she's played with rob zombie yeah. and it's just you know sh- there is this big hype behind what they do and talking gimmicks or whatever like all the songs are based obviously upon serial killers or murders or anything like mm. that in the past so you mm. get an educational lesson plus we you also here we was, have yeah there was the australian one that catherine she, knight yeah that she came down here to research correct yeah. yeah so like if you want something different this is where this is where a lot of people tend to forget what music festivals are great for yes you got your bands you want to go and check out or the bands you haven't seen before but this, this if you can walk away from a music festival and go I never thought that I would like that band or see that band and you fall in love instantly, yeah. then that's the, they're the stories that you have later on. And then, yeah, yeah. you know, the, when that band comes to Australia again, you go and see them again. And so that's where, you know, good things, Unify, Invasion Fest, Download Festival are great because you can come across a band you never thought that you would have the, the time to see. With, yeah. yeah. Like if you, this is what I say to everyone, if you've got a bit of time where you've got like an hour and a half, two hours to kill. Grab a burger. And yep. Watch. And go watch something. Yeah. Like you never know. You might come across a band and go, I had no intention to see them. I was really blown away by how good. Them and, yeah, and, and it was inst- a highlight of my day. Instant fan stuff yeah. like that. They reach your top ten, and so that's why you know Download Festival for me. There's it's a lot of bands on important. there. There's yeah. a lot of bands in there that I've seen, but there's also a lot of bands I haven't seen. Stand Atlantic is another one who I'm absolutely <sighs> losing my crap over that at the new moment. Song. I still yeah. can't get over it. It was two weeks ago we covered this. Yep. 
I still can't get over it. Still, it's still cracking. there. So look, there, there's there's plenty there's plenty of foot. I mean, in Hearts Wake, obviously they, they had, took all of last year off yeah, touring. Yeah. They've return, been working yeah. on new music, so we could see new music from the band there. And the amount of yeah. bands over the past year that have released new music, and this is our first opportunity where we get the chance to see mm. it in a live setting. Yeah, it might be the first time they're back from the, doing their overseas touring and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, Lacuna and, Coil, for example. Yeah. You know, they've just put out that new album as well. Like, it's a golden opportunity to get your strength your pants on to get your shorts your your long pants your shants your jeans and go see some quality bands yeah. go have a day out with your mates and and wrap it all up and and speaking of like mates and and uh you know enjoying music with everyone uh download have also included uh a lot more accessibility yes and uh, yeah stuff, which is fantastic this is what yeah yeah i'm so glad they have that's you know and they've got a an, an accessibility liaison officer that will be there on the day um sort of helping uh you know accommodate all needs and this is this is something that's such a sick thing to do i'm I'm so so glad like this is something that we've we've noticed like you know for example you see the the people in the wheelchairs in the mosh Mm. who get lifted up you know that's the most wholesome kind of experience but like but it's not just that like yep. there's you know there's hearing impairments and exactly yeah impairments, yeah all that sort of stuff. see what what i love about you know for example the, the u.s festivals is where you normally see all the footage uh the interpreters who are on stage yeah. and they're they're doing the sign language along to the band at the same time like yep. some of the most incredible uh interpreters are at the rap shows you know yeah, there was yeah. one who did the eminem concert and like literally so fast, word for word yeah. like going along with it which was great so you know i i don't know if that's incorporated this year which would be great because then there's be- one of the lamb of god concert as well yeah and just and she was so animated into yeah. it yeah that was so dope and look it, it does it does essentially make it an inclusive event for everyone you like you know we're obviously we're lucky because we have the ability to hear but like if you go to a show you want to know what's going on you look around the crowd you see how everyone's reacting you feel the bass from the speaker coming mm. through but to have someone show you what the band's saying through sign language it, it just takes that whole next level and i think yeah. that's the whole next way that we take concerts yeah as opposed to you know yep. the, just the, making it for the just trying to shoot for this for the middle of the target and and everyone else can get fucked exactly yeah. yeah that's it so let, let's let's let, let's make festivals an, an inclusive yep. experience for everyone everyone I mean, within our community man within the metal community like Obviously, there's always outliers and that sucks, but like to me, and I hope you feel the same. Is I, I really feel there's a real inclusiveness and a and a help help everyone up. Yeah, sort yeah, of vibe oh, absolutely, in our, in yeah, our community, yeah, man. yeah. And, I've and, I've I've definitely seen that at shows and festivals, but and it, to it, me, it's not just about that physical. Like if someone falls, pick them up, pick them up, it's that a, kind of thing. About, yeah. How about we pick everyone up, and that's a, you know, and that that means things like making sure everyone understands what's going on enjoys the experience is able to enjoy it to the max yeah exactly you know, that yeah they possibly can and and have this whole this this family we've got that's right yeah let's let's get everyone involved and, and have ourselves a brilliant day out essentially it's like big props to download for, yeah yeah for yep. including this it's and it, fantastic initiative so we're only a couple of weeks away from that uh, i'm going to be rocking out melbourne for that one mm. so that's just going to be and are you going to yeah. stick around in Melbourne for the uh, Hardest 100 party? No, you aren't. No. you're going to be back here hosting with me, aren't you? Yeah. I can't. So, I would love to stay in Melbourne, but no, that's that's something to come back and get ourselves yeah. ready for because that so, countdown is just going to be Quick mental. reminder, there is uh, listening parties in Brisbane, Sydney and Melbourne. 
So make sure it's all free. It is 18 plus. So you know, you, but, so you can have your house parties. You can yeah, ha- go stuff. to the venues, Crowbar yeah. in Brisbane and Sydney, and stay gold in Melbourne as well. So yeah. like you know, there's a place there's where you can be go. Activities going on like Scrabble, uh, board games. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, board games. But, <laughs> no, no, for real. Well, I, know, I say it's a joke, but you know, people did Uno in the Make Them Suffer Mosh Pit at Unify. Right. So you know that there is an opportunity for, to to do something like that. That's right. I do believe that Twister would be you know the the much better option. So. If you are going to play a game of Twister at one of these parties, make sure you get on the socials, tag us in it, and yeah, let us Send know us what you're doing. Us. That sounded creepy. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think uh, that's about us for the week, Brownie. I think we've we we took a few twists and turns there this week, but I I, I like that. That's so. what happens when you get behind the wheel of Pricey and Brownie. You yeah. never know what's going to come next. Anyway, that's episode thirty six of the Matter of Faction podcast for the Handshake Media Group. Uh, Thanks for coming along on the ride with us. See you later. Bye. You've been listening to the Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie.